0: And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Wednesday, February the 22nd, 2023, in the year of our Lord. In 1630, today, English colonists in Massachusetts Bay Colony first sampled popcorn. How did they get popcorn? Well, it was brought to them by the Native Americans that were living there at the time for their Thanksgiving celebration. I don't know why they waited so long to pop the corn, but they did. They had popcorn today in 1630. Today in 1732, the first president of the United States, George Washington, was born in Westmoreland County in the Virginia Colony. I talked quite a bit about George Washington on Monday and on President's Day, and there's much to be said. Today in 1784, the U.S. merchant ship, the Empress of China, left New York for the Far East to trade goods with China, Today, in 1935, it became illegal for airplanes to fly over the White House. Today, in 1959, the inaugural Daytona 500 race, the car race, was held, the first one. Johnny Beauchamp was initially declared the winner, but after they analyzed the finish line a little bit more with the camera, I presume, the victory was later awarded to Lee Petty. It was a big deal. I remember that. I was very, very young, but I remember that. Today in 1980, the miracle on the ice took place in Lake Placid, New York. The United States Olympic hockey team upset the Soviets. They were supposed to be, the Soviets were supposed to be the best in the world. It turned out they were not. The U.S. beat them four to three. The U.S. team actually went on that year to win the gold medal. Today in 1997, scientists in Scotland announced they had succeeded in cloning an adult mammal producing a lamb named Dolly. Remember Dolly? Well, Dolly didn't do very well. God creates people and animals, not science. Dolly was later put down, had a very short life. Her little short life was marred by premature aging and all kinds of diseases. Today in 2020, Bernie Sanders scored a resounding win in Nevada, in the presidential caucuses, that put him as the front-runner in the Democratic Party. Bernie is still pretty active, and I'm not so sure that Bernie's ready to step out of politics. He's acting like he would kind of like to run for office again, so I don't know. We'll see. What I have to say today, or what I'm about to say, is the most important thing that I'm going to say today, and I believe it's all important, or I wouldn't be doing this, but this is the most important thing that I have to say today. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. In Him will I trust. John 14.27 is often quoted by Christians, biblical Christians, Christians, The Lord said, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. There are many things in our world today that would trouble the heart of anyone. Many hearts are troubled today. Look to God's word, lean on God's word. And everything we talk about on this program, we are talking about it through the lens of God's word of the Bible, a biblical worldview. God is in control. Joe Biden is not, thankfully. Oh he's a power in a powerful office. But God is in God is in control. The Seattle City Council, I talked about Seattle yesterday, but last night, the Seattle City Council... Uh, uh, Council voted to add uh, caste, C-A-S-T-E, to the city's anti-discrimination laws. Seattle has now become the first U.S. city to ban caste discrimination, first in the world to pass such a law outside of South Asia. Caste is a level of people that, in various societies and religions, and there you, it, you're locked into that caste. You cannot get free of that if you're in a lower caste system. That's what they're talking about here. I had to wonder: Will the ACLU sue the city now because caste? They're they're claiming that caste is not racist. It's not based on race. And but will will the ACLU find somebody to represent and will they sue the city of Seattle uh, over this a matter because? This is a religious system of belief. And I don't know, they're, they're, they're going to great lengths to say, this isn't racism, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay, it isn't racist I mean, I don't know if it's racism or not, but give them the, the, the benefit of the doubt. If it's racism, okay, or not racism. But what about religious freedom? I think somebody's going to raise that issue. I, I don't know, but we'll see. But that came to my mind. I read quite a bit about it this morning before I came on the air. But it calls to outlaw discrimination based on caste. That's the division of people used based on birth or descent, having uh, grown louder among the, Como News is saying, louder among South Asian diaspora communities in the United States, uh, and certainly here on the West Coast. But the movement, has been getting pushback from some Hindu Americans who argue that such legislation maligns a specific community. Tensions within the community were visible, Como News says, at City Hall last night as a noisy uh, hearing culminated in six to one vote with the majority of the Council agreeing that caste discrimination crosses national and religious boundaries and that without such laws, those facing caste discrimination in the U.S., will have no protections. I think that has happened in the East, and that may have been a part of what the city council was thinking. This is very complicated. It's going to be interesting to watch what happens. But I think in the East, I can't remember what state, but they were um, they were building a temple, and based on caste system belief, they hired some of the lower uh, class, the lowest class. They're called Dalits. And uh, they were paying them $450 a month. I'm not talking about in India. I'm talking about it was in, I don't know, Massachusetts or somewhere. They were building this this temple. And uh, they were paying them $450 a month. And, And people became aware of that, and there was quite an outcry over it. So the city council, Seattle City Council, could be relating to that. I'm not sure what they're thinking. I don't know if they are thinking. But anyway, that's what they did last night. This caste is kind of an ancient system. It's a social hierarchy. It's based on your birth, uh, and it's tied to concepts of purity and social status. I've studied it, but it's, it's really complicated. It's probably one of the most complicated religious systems uh, that's ever existed. But it's, it's history, it's evolution, it's current state. Uh, is hard to understand because it keeps changing and it's just multi-layered. But while this definition has kind of evolved over the centuries, both under both Muslim and British rule, the suffering of those at the bottom of the caste pyramid, dalits, which in Sanskrit means broken, has continued. And there's references to this hierarchy. It can be found in this Rig Veda. It's a, a, it's a religious book. And there's a hymn in the book that apparently they sing. It's like a poem, but it's it's a I think it's a hymn, and that describes the origin of all life from this uh, Purusha or this supreme being. And the verse states that there are four categories. Of, the categories are called varnas, and um, that's found in the Hindu society. And this came from this infinite being. This Purusha, and the Brahmins is the priest class, and they're the highest class, and that um, they have come from the head of this Purusha, and uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, but the warriors have come from the arms of Purusha, the business class from his thighs, and the shrutas the laborers, from his feet. So that's kind of, I mean, in a nutshell, that's what that is about, and so the city council dealt with that last night. It was pretty heated, I understand, and people were yelling at each other and one thing or another over this. And you think to yourself, man, I, I mean, are we, is that where we are in America? Yes, it is. It is. It's very complicated because religious freedom applies to all. That was what our founders had in mind. Yet, to what degree are we going to accommodate all religions? And at what point do we just implode? Because we have become nothing, That's exactly what happened to the Roman Empire. It wasn't one battle, like the battle of such and such, and the Roman Empire collapsed. No, it collapsed over a long period of time. And in the end, it just fell into itself. It imploded. Because they were trying to do too many things, they had no national identity at all. And they just disappeared. I mean, they're still talked about. I'm talking about them, but... Essentially, their presence just disappeared. It became a historical asterisk. That's what happens when you don't have guiding principles that are, that, that are immutable, and the only immutable guiding principles that exist in all of time and eternity is the Word of God. And that's why Blackstone took the Word of God and codified it into civil law. Civil law was not made up by a bunch of people arguing in a city council meeting in Seattle or Jerusalem. Our civil law came from biblical truth, because those people understood that biblical truth does not change. It's always, forever and ever. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God's word will never pass away, so... I mean, even with a 50 IQ, you think, okay, I'm going to build a country now. What, should, what principles should I build this country on? Oh, yeah, here's these biblical principles that never pass away. That's a pretty good foundation to build a country on. Our founders had IQs much higher than 50, I, I am certain, but that's exactly what they did. And now as we have abandoned those principles and pushed back, on God Himself, we have ourselves in this situation today. But He leaves peace with us, not peace as the world gives. My peace, I live leave with you. Let not your heart be troubled. God is in control. Cornell West is a professor of philosophy at Union Theological Seminary. He's a scholar of African-American studies. Theological, Union Theological Seminary is a far-left seminary. I mean, it's scary far-left for the most part. But he says he feels kinship with the Dalit activists, the lowest caste. He's calling for casteism and racism, institutionalized forms of hatred to be banned, from America. He said we have no other alternative but to fight both morally, intellectually and politically. As I said, you can you can count on the fact that this battle over the caste system that we once knew related to Southeast Asia, particularly India, is now an American issue. The caste system. Pray for our nation. Pray for America. We need God's intervention in so many ways. And yet, some of our leadership claim to be devout followers of Jesus Christ, devout Catholics, and they're leading the country to hell. They need to be replaced. We must find better leadership. I'm not talking politically. This is not a political statement. It's a spiritual statement. We need... get our wits about ourselves. We need to humble ourselves before God and pray and ask him to forgive us for what we've done, our sins, and then turn from our wicked ways and begin to follow the ways of the Lord. You don't have to become an evangelical Christian, I wish you would, because the consequences of not knowing Christ and going into eternity are eternally bad, really bad. But you don't have to become an evangelical Christian. You don't have to accept Christ as your Savior to accept that the biblical principles are have stood the test of time. And they have worked in every society, and every community, where they've been applied and used to, as a foundation upon which to build something, including the greatest nation that has ever existed in the history of the world, the United States. Remember back in September 2016? He said, no, I can't remember yesterday. Well, back in September of 2016, Hillary Clinton defined the Trump supporters as a basket of deplorables. Oh, yeah, now I remember. I remember that. She said, you know, she said to be grossly general, generalistic, you could put half of Trump supporters into what I call a basket of deplorables. deplorables, right? We now know that President Biden also has a Basket and he has some undesirables, some deplorables that he's put in that basket as well. If you want to know what disenfranchised America looks like, what today's deplorables, Joe Biden's deplorables, look like, look at his basket. And if you do, you'll find the East Palestine, Ohio residents. They have been left. In the middle of one of the greatest train tragedies of all time, I'm sure. They are poor, they are sick, they are forgotten, they are left out, they are powerless, they are helpless. I talked about that train wreck last week, and finally, yesterday and this morning, Pete Buttigieg, who's transportation secretary, he's starting to take some action after days and days and days and days of controlled burning of lethal substances. They didn't want to go there. They didn't want to get sick. They're scared, the people. They're saying their government has let them down while the liberal elite sips champagne at climate fundraisers in L.A. and D.C. and New York City and in East Palestine, the terrified residents stock up on bottled water for their kids. They stand in line, hoping to get a seat at the city council meeting. They're scared. The Boston Herald is all over this. They published this yesterday, and I'm quoting them, quote, the Boston Herald, the Biden administration tells them that the water and air is fine. Don't worry about it. But it smells bad outside, and it's not only the water that doesn't pass the smell test. The people of East Palestine don't trust the government. I'm quoting the Boston Herald, Imagine being trapped by poverty, unable to afford a hotel, and having to lose sleep over your child getting cancer or your pets dying. Joe Biden is in Kyiv. Democrats have learned nothing from 2016, the Boston Herald says. These are the deplorables, and they won't forget. No matter who the Democrats find for a nominee, they won't forget. End of quote. This is probably why Donald (laughs) Trump... Donald Trump is beating Biden and Kamala Harris in the polls to the disbelief of most Democrats. He consistently is beating the president in the polls. And these aren't conservative leaning polls, they're just polls. Trump plans to visit New Palestine within the week. Politicians not caring about the disenfranchised that includes minority communities. It's been going on for decades, but the gap between the elected officials and the ordinary person struggling to survive is growing. It's getting worse and worse and worse. The more you apply the far-left, secular-progressive, so-called progressive ideology and the principles, the worse the culture becomes. Morally, ethically, economically, God's principles are forever. We can believe them or we can reject them, but they stand. We don't decide whether they're right or wrong. They're right for eternity. And to the degree that you build a life, your own personal life, or to the degree that you build a nation, a community, and you integrate those principles, to that degree you are blessed and prosperous. We've rejected that. And it began in the classroom. The government-run public school classrooms of this nation began pushing God out back in the 60s. And they have continued that deadly drumbeat for the last number of years. And we're beginning to see the results of that. A nation cannot turn its back. I don't care whether it's it's the Middle East or whether it's here. A nation cannot turn its back on God and expect to survive, ultimately. Because there are no fixed values in secular humanism. It's cultural Marxism is what it is. glorified. it. To some degree, but there's no there's no continuity in that because they're ever changing. They don't even know what the truth is. They just keep changing and evolving. My truth, your truth, my gender is I'm not a man. You look at yourself in the mirror, and the mirror says yes, you are. I'm not a woman. I identify as something. I mean, if you stop and take a step back and you're not hearing this all around you all the time on the news everywhere you would think that these people that you'd just stepped into some kind of a <laughs> some kind of an asylum i mean if you came from another planet and just kind of dropped in on america especially the us right now we lead in transgender advocacy The strongest advocacy nation in the world for transgenderism and mutilation of the body and all of that is the United States of America. If you dropped in and saw this, you would think, man, I'm getting out of here. I'm going back to where I came from, wherever that may be. But we get used to it. We become kind of conformed to the world because we just live in it all the time. We are in the world, but we're not to become of the world. And sometimes we become of the world through choices that we make, personal choices. But sometimes it is just the process, like the frog in the kettle. It gets warmer and warmer and warmer, and we go, well, you know, it's kind of comfortable. And and then we're history, because it started to boil. And the comfort led to death. The Herald says Biden, who likes to think he can connect with the average person by saying buddy and pal a lot. I would add to that. I'm quoting the the Herald again. I would add to that. Come on, man. He says that all the time. The Herald says he's not come anywhere near East Palestine or declared a federal disaster since the train derailment more than two weeks ago. They wrote this yesterday, spilling toxic chemicals onto the ground, water and air. Neither has Transportation Secretary boot Pete Buttigieg, who would rather be doing CNN interviews or hobnobbing with the rich and famous than getting his hands dirty. Well, they're right. Yesterday on CBS News, yesterday morning, transfer or actually last night, transportation secretary Pete Buttigieg said on CBS News yesterday, I should have spoken sooner about how strongly I feel about the train wreck in East Palestine, Ohio. Yes, Pete, you should have. That's your job. But you're not capable of that job. He wasn't hired on merit. He was hired on his sexual orientation. That's why he was appointed to that job. President Biden made that clear at the time. And they said this, the Herald, Biden made a secret visit to Ukraine rather than go to, go to Ohio showing where his priorities lie and enraging his critics. How will ordinary people react to Biden ignoring them? The Herald says, well, we'll find out next year. I was just thinking, you know this is a two-edged sword. Ronald Reagan once said, I love to quote Ronald Reagan, the most terrifying words in the English language are, quote, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. That's true. They mess things up. They just do, especially our current government. But on the other hand, they do have a role. They have a biblical role. And one of their part of their biblical role is safety. In America, they don't even show up for this community because this community, in their scheme, isn't important. That's how relativism works. That's how relativism impacts little kids and their parents and their pets and all of that in these in a community. It isn't re- religion or Christianity. Isn't some etherical kind of a a, a, a thought process. It's real and it matters and consequences flow from decisions that are made and decisions that are made are made on the basis on the basis of what is right and what is wrong there is no other basis except the bible every one of our founders said that again and again and again and we prospered and prospered and prospered now we're elite we're cool Come on, man. And we push God. Even though some of us claim, both the president and the vice president claim to be devout Christians, but their life doesn't reflect that at all. And their decision-making, pathetically, doesn't reflect that. Most are saying about East Palestine, it's too little, too late. What's going on here? Yet another train rolled off the tracks. This is one on the east end of Gothenburg, Nebraska. The train contained cars carrying hazardous materials, and I know we got to ship those around, but it's the latest in more than a dozen train derailments this year. Hazmat crews were rushed to the scene. This is the fourth one in the last 10 months there must be one of the busiest railroads in America. One local resident, his name is Jesse Ambler, he was talking to the press. He said the rail company keeps laying off people and building longer and longer trains, but he said with fewer people to maintain the tracks. He said it's a real problem. Latest train derailment comes after Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg has finally agreed to go to visit East Palestine, Ohio at some point. I think it'll be sooner than later now because he's feeling feeling the pressure. Matt Vespa, he was writing for Town Hall yesterday. He said, Joe Biden is in Ukraine instead of East Palestine, Ohio. He said, which embodies how this administration handles crisis management. Again, it's a brutal theater of failure. And this clown show of a White House has yet to address any domestic crisis killing America's working families. And he goes on, but that's the point. He said, that's the mind of the American liberal. Be like me, or die. That's the nation we live in. Trent Conway is the mayor of East Palestine, Ohio. He's put Joe Biden on notice over the Democrats' presidential lack of interest. He accused Biden of neglecting his domestic responsibilities while visiting Ukraine on Monday. The mayor also blasted the president for giving away millions of dollars to fund the foreign uh, a foreign nation's war effort. He said that's the biggest slap in the face I've ever seen. And he goes on, it is so true. That is where we are. And again, it's because we have abandoned the only principles of life and government that bring about prosperity and blessing. Hey, thanks for being with me today. It's always a privilege. It's always a pleasure. And thank you so much for your support. We need it. You make this program possible. I could not do this. Wouldn't be here without you. Our address is Box 399-Bellevue, Washington, 98009. I'll see you right here tomorrow.